Welcome back to episode 14 of Anime Deep Dive, the podcast that does in-depth reviews of different anime series. Due to the extent in which plot points will be discussed, a spoiler warning will now be in effect. This is a spoiler review, so if you haven't seen a series and are only looking for a recommendation, there will be a timestamp in the episode description you can skip to called Final Thoughts. This section will be spoiler-free, where I give my overall opinion on a series and whether or not I think it's worth your time to watch it. So now that that's out of the way, let's deep dive into ReZero, starting life in another world. Season 1 was released in 2016 by Studio White Fox. It has 25 episodes and comes in both a sub and a dub. I've watched it in both, and while I prefer the sub, the dub version is actually really good. As for how I discovered the series, you're going to hear me say this for the next little while, but if you follow the series that I've covered so far, I got very lucky in having fire show after fire show picked out for me at random. The story centers on Subaru Naosuke, a recluse who while out buying some snacks, suddenly finds himself in an unfamiliar place surrounded by unusual creatures. While trying to figure out what is happening, Subaru gets into an altercation with three thugs. He is saved by a girl using magic, who later tells him her name is Satella. Satella is in pursuit of a thief who has stolen an important emblem from her. Subaru offers to help her retrieve the lost item, which ultimately leads to both of their murders. As the lights dim and Subaru's life comes to an end, he opens his eyes to see he's back in the marketplace exactly where he started earlier in the day. Even more confused than before, Subaru realizes he has gone back in time as the events of the day begin once again. Subaru is a hyperactive goofball, yet he's oddly calm about being transported to a new universe, almost happy about it. His video game lifestyle has prepared him for this, as we see by his failed attempt of a magic attack trying to save a girl from the wagon in episode 1. Most izakai anime we see our main character transported by portal or summoning. They touch a magical item or worst case scenario they die. But with Subaru, he really just fades into this new reality. He blinks and he's there. Usually I want answers to how or why someone was brought to a new world, but with ReZero it doesn't explain the purpose why Subaru was specifically brought there, and I was weirdly okay with that remaining a mystery. For the first save point, I'll call it the insignia search phase, for me it had one death too many. Sure, Subaru is still figuring everything out so of course mistakes are going to happen, but running into three robbers every time with widely different outcomes, it got really old. I think they easily could have cut out the death where he stabbed in the back and still had everything else continue normally. From what is explained, Subaru comes to the world as he is, no physical enhancement or magical powers granted to him aside from return by death. So when he absolutely pieces up the three thugs on their first and second encounter before they pulled the knife out, I was confused because from what we're led to believe, he does keep himself fit, but he doesn't have any martial arts background. So seeing him whip them on the first experience was confusing. Subaru mentions his adrenaline, but that doesn't let you perfectly roundhouse somebody. I feel the story would have been better served if he was stabbed in the back on the first time, then gone back knowing what would happen and surprise attacking them. I could accept him hitting them before they realized what was coming, but for him to rock them on the first go made absolutely no sense. Subaru eventually makes it to the loot house where we meet Felt and Old Man Rom. The first line that Rom spoke in the dub, I yelled out that's Jet from Cowboy Bebop. It didn't even take a moment, I was like that is Jet. They were both portrayed by Bo Billingsley. So it was a real shame seeing him hacked up multiple times. Amelia's introduction was hilarious, she's a little cold but of course we will see why. I'm like wow this girl just showed up to save Subaru. Then she actually had no interest in helping him. She does save Subaru in the end, but Amelia was ready to run off for her insignia leaving Subaru passed out in an alley. Then when she does stay she proudly announces she only helped him to help herself. And Amelia heals Rom for those same reasons later. Though she is willing to drop everything to help out the little girl find her mother, if I was Subaru I would take that personal. She was ready to bail on him but had no hesitation helping the little girl. 
Amelia gave Subaru the fake names to tell her, thinking it would scare him off from further trying to aid her. Then when she tells him that she's a half-elf, his reaction is completely positive. That must have been amazing for Amelia, who has always been judged her entire life for her resemblance to the Witch of Envy. Subaru not being from the world, Zatella and half-elves mean nothing to him. And I love the fact Subaru sees without him, Amelia got things done so much quicker throughout the day, he only slowed her down in regards to discovering the loot house. I love Puck, he is the best, and I enjoy how Subaru and him have an immediate connection. But I will say, Puck either has to stay Beanie Baby sized or Giant Monster, because that in-between thing he did having Subaru use him as a lap pillow, you need to never do that again my guy, that was creepy. So then we move into the Roswell Mansion phase. Subaru is a clown, he always asks for the dumbest rewards for his actions. Give me your name elf girl, Puck let me pet you whenever I feel like it, Roswell give me a job, but not a good job, let me be a servant. Then after he's told he should have just asked to stay in the mansion, he ignores that advice and asks for the job again after return by death. It's not until his third try he asks to be a freeloader in the mansion. As for Subaru's character design, I love his jacket and how he just dresses casual like someone who was just on a quick run to the store. Everyone else around him in the new world, from the knights to the mansion staff, they always have proper attire, so it was nice to see him get the fresh butler's uniform. As for Roswell, I didn't like him from the moment I saw him. Creep clown looking Gene Simmons wannabe. He may be some powerful magic user, but he is a weirdo. The way he has Ram sit on his lap, petting her head, wiggling his thing behind Subaru's head in the bath. Like, could you look or act any more strange? Then on the other hand, we have Beatrice, who is one of my favorites. She's a librarian of sorts contracted to protect the magic books in the mansion's library. Subaru always finding Beatrice's room on the first try was hilarious, and I love her both in sub and dub. The way she always goes, I suppose, was great. Something I didn't understand is how Beatrice, by painfully taking a sample of Subaru's mana, determines he's not a threat immediately, yet the twins suspect him of being an enemy the entire time because he has the essence of Zatella on him. Why not just communicate with one another? Beatrice and Puck, who both scouted him, can tell you that he's in the clear. And Beatrice is a gangster. She protects Subaru even against the Lord of the Manor. She promised to protect Subaru against any threat, even her boss. She's fantastic, and Subaru uses her love of Puck to get her to agree to protect him. She could have just brushed it off, agreeing half-heartedly, but she interlocked the fingers and seemed to make an official contract to protect him. Then we have Rem and Ram, and I know it's pronounced Ram or Ram, but I like Ram. I like saying Rem and Ram. So their backstory is sad as hell. Being disposed of just for being twins is stupid. First off, their miniature singular horns look way cooler than the two long horns the demon chief had. The only thing that saved them was Ram being a prodigy, which left Rem in her shadow. Rem was always being compared to her sister, so she decides to put all her focus into non-demon activities, knowing she will never catch up to Ram. Then when Ram lost her horn, their roles reversed. Ram's horn was severed saving Rem, and the first emotion Rem felt was relief, like how messed up of a first thought is that? Not concerned for her sister, who always cared for her well-being, and we see Rem carry that guilt. Ram is supposedly the inferior twin now, yet Rem still idolizes her so much. She never intentionally puts her down for being a slacker, and Subaru was being a snitch telling Roswell that Ram gets covered by Rem. So when Ram calls out Subaru's pathetic pecker after getting out of the bath, that was well deserved. I mean, Ram shows Subaru around, trains him on everything he needs to know for work, teaches him how to read and write the new foreign language. On my first watch of ReZero, I felt Ram was underutilized, but watching it back now, I feel like we did get a lot of Ram in the mansion phase. Subaru telling her about the ogre story had some great elements from the shot of her reflection in the window to the red and blue contrast in the sky. We had some great moments with Ram. 
Also during my initial watch, I thought it would be one of the twins attacking Subaru, but I was surprised it was Rem. Even with there not being a lot of friendship built up with him by this point, you could tell by the look on Subaru's face his heart was broken when he discovered Rem was the one murdering him. In my last review of Konosuba, I mentioned my boy Kaylee Kale watched Izakai Quartet, but hadn't seen Konosuba yet. The same was true for ReZero. He knew all the characters, but he didn't know all the story details. The end of episode 6 is where Rem comes out as Subaru's killer, and that was the last episode I had watched for the night. And just out of coincidence, the next day, Kaylee Kale asked who I liked better, Rem or Ram. I told him Rem has been murdering Subaru, so let me find out why before I give my answer. Of course Rem doesn't know about Return by Death, so when she tells Subaru, if you don't resist, I'll make your death painless, I would have been like, yeah, tell that to my severed arm from the last time you killed me, you little psycho. And I thought Rem used like wind magic to trip Subaru, but no, she actually just cut his leg off during the chase scene through the woods. And I'll be honest, I thought Subaru was going to get through to Rem with his end speech, like have her face go soft and then heal him. But she kept that cold serial killer stare and then just executed him. By episode 5, I knew the dog bite is what was killing Subaru. The show mentioned the dog too many times, the prolonged shot of the bite on his hand, it easily gave it away. This made the Roswell Mansion phase drag on way too long for my liking. It got repetitive and boring, especially when I felt Subaru's first experience living out those days were the best. His efforts to do better at the job and get a date with Amelia got less and less interesting. But I will say the mansion phase is where Subaru's death started getting really gruesome. Him getting butchered in the hall, seeing his arm hanging from the chandelier, his blood coating the walls, it was vicious. Subaru to this point only comes back to life after being murdered, so him taking the nosedive off a cliff while admirable, I would have let Ram kill me, cause you don't know if return by death works on self-inflicted death. Moving on to the royal selection phase, I was confused. Reinhardt tells the council he took felt from the slums a month before that meeting, when did that time jump happen because Subaru getting past the shaman and going on a date with Amelia was like 5 days. As for the candidates to rule, Anastasia just wants to own everything, Cruz just wants to liberate the land from its dependence on the dragon, Priscilla's a little shit that wants to be worshipped by everyone. I was really going for Felt, I kinda liked her underdog story, I thought she'd make a good ruler. But then Amelia's speech about not letting her elf lineage strip away her potential, that made me feel she was serious about ruling and making everyone equal. Then Felt won me back with the I'll burn everything to the ground and start all over mentality and that she announces it to all the nobles and the knights. And Subaru was dumb claiming the title of knight when he hasn't done anything to earn that honor. I understand why Julius was salty, but Julius is a scrub. He's a legit knight and he challenged a butler to a duel. Subaru fights dirty and the fool still gets wrecked. When Subaru wouldn't stay down, the knights who were mad at him to begin with by the end look horrified by the beating he receives. Each time we see Subaru return by death, I think a little bit of his psyche dies. I mean, of course he's going through something traumatic like dying several times over. That would screw with anyone, and Subaru handles it the best he can. But Subaru snaps. He really starts to lose it when he begins saying stuff like, Amelia needs him. He's the only one who can be by her side. Amelia's hopeless without me. I'm glad she wasn't around for these points because he sounded like an insane stalker. When Subaru grabs Amelia telling her to leave with him, he's cryptic and sounds crazy. All he has to do is say the reason I came back is because I discovered the witch's cult is planning an attack on the mansion to kill you. We don't have the numbers to defend ourselves, so we have to leave. Instead he's like, you'll see I was right. No more crying and suffering, rambling on like a madman. And then just a couple of cool thoughts before we move into the next phase. The end of episode 15 where Subaru is beheaded and the credits roll as the snow piles on top of his body... Imagine if you did not know the episode count when this first aired, and you actually thought it ended there. 
That would have been legendary. And during the scene when Subaru tries to tell Ram that Rem is dead and she doesn't know who he's talking about, they have the camera doing this like sway the entire sequence. It's a really cool effect. So then we get into the witch's cult phase and I had the same problem with this section as I did the others. The first timeline was by far the best. They took advantage of knowing the witch's cult's location, buried them under the rocks, with Wilhelm's surprise attack Beltegeese from behind. No muss, no fuss, it was efficient. Then on the second go, they should have done the same surprise attack on top of everything new they did to protect the villagers. This way they would have avoided the all-out chase scene in War with Beltegeese and the Witch's Cult. Beltegeese is a freak show. I hate the way he bites his fingers until they bleed, the way he bends over backwards, and the guy just makes my skin crawl. He deserved death a thousand times over for how he violated Rem in that cave with the unseen hands. Also in this arc, Subaru once again ruins things for Amelia. She comes to the village, shows great power, earns everyone's respect, then weak-ass Subaru has to get possessed and killed. In the new timeline, Amelia hides with the children and does nothing badass. What I did like is Subaru kept Amelia in the dark. He's not trying to get credit for what he has done, so it's a special moment when Amelia discovers that he's leading the army from the village kids. And at first I was confused on how Amelia didn't recognize him just by wearing the cloak, but then it's explained later that it's magic distorts the user's identity, so I thought that was actually kind of cool. So now we're going to get into some nitpicks. When Subaru was on his second go around in the Insignia search, he didn't help the little girl find her mother. I like to think that she never made it home and is still lost to this day, but we find out someone else did come along to help her. I know Subaru has a lot going on, but why would he not go and help that child seeing as you know exactly where to take her? Or when you respawn, tell the guy where his daughter is and that she's looking for him. The next nitpick is a village girl is missing in the woods being taken by the shaman and Subaru and Rem have quite the lengthy conversation about the best course of action and trust. Also, what's taking the villagers so long to get there and is Rem using the slowest healing spell of all time like no one has a sense of urgency here. Then while Subaru is carrying the girl to safety, he constantly keeps stopping to talk to Rem. If anyone was being hunted by a pack of dogs, they would not be stopping like this. Subaru knows he can move and speak at the same time, right? The next thing is why did it take Subaru so long to attempt to tell someone about return by death? Not that it would have done him any good, but still, he should have tried way sooner. Or at least try writing it down and not actually saying it. When Subaru escapes from the chains binding him to the cave wall after the witch's cult left, Rem's the one who set him free. She shouldn't have been able to crawl over to him in the first place, let alone break him from those shackles. And the last one is, with Beltegi's final form, it's shown him destroying a lot of the carriage, then after he's defeated, the rear of the wagon looks like he didn't even touch it. So then we get into the fights. Subaru had mad dodging skills from the knife fight with Felt, the witch's purple arms from Beltegeese. Subaru even holds his own in the fight against Elsa at the loot house. Even though against a pro like Elsa, Subaru dodging and holding his own against her at certain points seemed far-fetched. Amelia's crystal magic was dope. The fact there's different colors and the sound effects that went when she would fire a crystal off, it was really cool. And I was thinking I wasn't going to speak on Reinhardt in this review too much because he doesn't play like a huge role, but he's such a good dude. He helps Subaru out for no reason other than seeing someone in need. Then he comes in clutch against Elsa, wrecking her whole life. The disrespect of not even drawing his own weapon for their fight and disarming her in one blow was great. The first person view while Elsa's jumping all around the room was sick and Reinhardt just casually blocking her attacks in that scene. It was amazing. And then you realize he's just toying with her until old man Rom is healed so he can gather up mana. Now who am I to judge, but I was like, is Elsa worthy of Reinhardt's final attack? He blew half the house away. Was that really necessary? 
and then turns out it wasn't enough because the sly nutjob managed to survive. Their fight was great and all the combat in the insignia phase was, but Subaru's delayed cut after seemingly blocking Elsa's strike is horseshit. He's dancing around, has a full conversation with Amelia, then his shirt rips, blood appears, and he passes out. That was a stupid way to end an awesome fight. So then we get to the fight with the dogs in the forest, and again with Subaru's unrealistic combat skills. How did he swing a demonic dog over his head, then slam it down with enough force to have a log's branch pierce through its entire body? Like, where does he get these skills? I was happy to see Rem didn't just walk through all the dogs, she got beat up along the way. And then her demon horn comes out and she really starts to work. Rem was great in this fight. After becoming a human chew toy, I would have preferred to die. Let me come back next time and just kill the puppy in the village when none of the other hounds are around. Though Subaru did earn some points with Amelia having her heal him, so maybe the pain was worth it. I was really loving Rem taking down the dogs with her ball and chain. There were some cool shots with Rem in her crazed state. The quality did waver at certain times during this fight, but the aerial flips and creativity in Rem's attacks far made up for them. Rem is a beast, but I gotta give credit to Ram as well, her wind magic was pretty slick too, slicing through all the mutts. The hilarity of Subaru throwing Ram at Rem, then missing the strike to her horn, that's what I would have expected this series to start out with with Subaru, him just barely getting by in combat. This is the fight that continues to be more real for me. Subaru using the one skill he has learned, then being dumb enough to think that a broken blade jammed into the giant beast's neck would be enough to kill him. That's the stuff that I wanted to see, Subaru trying his best, it not working out, and him learning from it. Not him with zero experience wrecking people. And then Roswell just comes in and obliterates all the dogs in a blaze of glory. And a quick action piece is when Rem kicks up a part of a broken carriage to block the witch's called throwing knives. That was dope. So then we have the battle against the white whale. The brief moment Subaru's alarm rings, I was like, oh no, what if it doesn't appear? Like, I would just be like, kill me now out of embarrassment. And I liked that all the soldiers that showed up, they had a real hatred for the white whale. I loved all the different armor types, some had leather, other had full sets of metal, them riding around on ground dragons and rigers. Then Rem and Subaru being the first to attack and riding into battle was dope. When all the soldiers disperse and Wilhelm goes straight for the beast the way he jumps off his dragon to running down the white whale's back cutting him in the entire way, I was so pumped like old man Wilhelm still got it. Wilhelm is a tank and I enjoyed like when him and Subaru first met, he looks him in the eyes and recognizes that he's been at death's door many times, plus he's a badass with six swords. During the battle it seemed like simple sword attacks were doing more damage than the huge magic cannons which I thought was garbage. So when it's explained that the white fur, if that's what you want to call it, actually protects against magic, I thought that was awesome because it would make taking this thing down much more interesting. Wilhelm cutting out its eye was savage, I mean I just loved it. And the way Wilhelm's wife disarmed him in the flashback was fire too, I liked how it was kind of cutting between showing his relationship with his wife to him killing the beast that killed her. And I knew Wilhelm wasn't going to die, he would wreck that whale from the inside if he got swallowed. Then we had Rem beating the brakes off of him on top of the white whale. That was fantastic. There's this great shot of her face with like blood spray and her chain going across. It was fantastic. I will say I was sad to see the tree destroyed to pin down the white whale. That tree was magnificent. And the only real complaint I had about this fight is the only people who did anything were Rem, Wilhelm, and Krush. Like the whole army didn't even have to be there. They were really just bait. Even if Julius and Subaru made somewhat of an amends, I still don't like them. I think I just need a character to hate on. 
But Julius versus Beltegeese was a great fight. The colors, frantic music, the sword play, it was all really good. And Julius using Subaru's eyes to fight the unseen hands, it was a unique element to the fight as well. The creativity and gamble using Zatella to get Beltegeese out of Subaru's body, that was also something that was really cool that they added in. As for the end of the season when Subaru busts in the wagon and there's no hey or hello, it's just he gets the bomb, jumps out, and he's ready to ride. Amelia actually runs out after him to ask why and he hits her with the because I love you before riding off to save the day. That was a hero moment. It was one of my favorite moments in anime in general. Subaru saves the girl and then gets a coveted lap pillow to end off the season. And Subaru is actually mature for once, not demanding a return of Amelia's feelings right away. And this is one of my favorite anime endings because as we're going to see in the future, some anime's biggest issues is not having a good ending to a season. And I just wanted to give a quick highlight to the music in ReZero. It is fantastic. From the upbeat Styx Helix by Myth and Roy to Subaru is about to die chant whenever Satella stops him from talking about Return by Death, the soundtrack of this series was fire. Subaru is a Mac Daddy, man. The quote of the series is like, when Amelia goes, is there something on my face? And he's like, yeah, your adorable eyes, ears, nose, and mouth. I mean, Amelia just set him up for that one. All right, now we're going to get into Best Girl Waifu and Harem. And for this series, the best girl is Felix. I'm kidding. <laughs> Though Felix is one of the most well-done traps ever. Every time he's on screen, it takes me a second before I go, wait, no, 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 that's that's Felix. So I want to talk about the relationships. Rem and Subaru's relationship is set up far better than Subaru and Amelia's. They live through the best timelines for their development. Subaru and her saving the village children, Rem saves Subaru from the mudslide, he returns the favor pushing her out of the way, throwing himself in the way of the dogs. Then she returns to the forest, losing all sense of herself to save Subaru's life. They have those great moments. Subaru and Rem talk about their future and leaning on one another moving forward. Subaru explaining how no one could replace Rem. Their relationship was built nicely. How well they worked together during the assault on the white whale, Rem sacrificing herself to let Subaru escape the white whale, that's just another notch on why she's the better option. In the end, Rem deserves someone far better than Subaru. He wants to run away with her just so she can be a support for him. He's using her as a second option. Rem knowing this still confesses her love to him, and then when she goes into detail about fantasizing about the future they could have, I mean, that was really special. But Rem knows that like Subaru wouldn't really be happy with that life, and I'm happy that Rem doesn't get stuck with a loser like Subaru, to be honest with you. Then when it comes to his relationship with Amelia, Subaru turns straight goof. Amelia doesn't have the memories or the level of connection to Subaru as he does to her. Amelia in the insignia phase only met Subaru after battling Elsa. The day of them getting to know each other was lost. The timeline we get, he didn't have a good first meeting with her. Amelia during the Roswell Mansion phase lost the day she spent with Subaru and all the brownie points he had accumulated with her. He loses all the time bonding with her in the garden, stretching, them later looking up at the moon, his speech about not wanting her to use her healing magic because the wounds were proof of him implying himself to learn something new. He holds those memories when Amelia doesn't because of return by death. Subaru is really an acquaintance to her. She even says at one point, I don't remember us getting that close. At this point, he's somewhat of a stranger. We didn't even get to see Amelia and Subaru on a full date. So when she asks him to stay out of her way and give her a reason to trust him, he blows it by ignoring her. Subaru is worried about Amelia's safety. You have the ultimate cheat. If something did go wrong, jump off another cliff and fix it. But she's with Roswell, who we see already is a beast. He's a monster. He's crazy powerful. What could Subaru do that Roswell couldn't if Amelia was attacked? 
Plus, Amelia has like magic and defense of her own. Amelia and Subaru don't get much of a relationship with the roots that finally get them to the next save points, and that's why I felt bad when he interrupted the ceremony, claiming to be her knight. Subaru embarrasses the crap out of her in front of everyone on the council that she needs to impress, which ultimately leads to her telling him to kick rocks, leaving him behind for the rest of the season, really. He screwed himself. Now, with all that being said, the best girl for me is still Amelia. Rewatching this series, it furthered what I already knew, Rem is the better option, but just like Subaru, regardless of the fact, I'm an Amelia man. Amelia's waifu status, and both her and Krush could be in my harem. Alright, now we get to final thoughts. ReZero is an amazing series, I'd recommend you watch. Season 2 is airing now, so look out for that review in the future. The Groundhog Day plot device, and one of the most beloved anime girls ever, Rem, makes this series a must watch. There are plenty of things to pick apart in this season, but ReZero still ranks in my top 10 most enjoyable anime that I've watched thus far. Alright, that's going to be it for this week. Hope to catch you in the next one. Bye.